0: Welcome to the American Contractor Stories. I'm John Dye.
1: And I'm Leanne Koppel. We are interviewing some amazing contractors and letting them share their stories.
0: These stories are not just going to entertain you, but they're going to inspire you to go out and live the American dream.
1: Because that's exactly what they are doing. So let's dive in.
0: Welcome back to another American Contractor Stories. And we are really, really thrilled to be in Columbus, Ohio today with some great friends of ours, Um, great friends of American Contractors Show and me personally, like I I really, really admire this company and what they've built and this whole team. And we're we're with Newman Roofing today. Tim Newman is here and his daughter, Alexis. And um, they're going to share their story today and how this company came to be and what it's what it stands for and they have such a great reputation. You guys done such such a great job. Thank you for letting Leanne and I come and hang out with you guys today. Yeah. Thanks for having us here. Absolutely. So, you know, I, I'd love to hear the story. Like this company has been around for a while. It's a staple in this market. And this market is a really, this market has a lot of players in it, but you guys have really stood out amongst a pretty crowded place and have done such a great job, and I, I love the story, and I'd love to, for you guys to share it today and tell us a little bit about this
2: company and how it came to be. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, this is uh, year 31. Uh, time flies by. It uh, started in 92, um, was, was not a big contractor for a long time. I mean, it was very small. Um, I personally worked on the roofs every day and then ran the estimates in the evenings, you know, worked every weekend. Um, Twenty years on the roof. Most people that build a business to this size, you know, can't say they put twenty years installing. Mm-hmm. Um, some people could say it's the craziest thing that I've done, but it it really, it really dug the trenches. You know, that, that's when you really learn how to run production, and that's been that's probably been the, the biggest part of our success is we understand the production side more than anything else.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of companies, especially like roofing contractors, really focus on the sales side, yeah,
2: really, really heavily. And production kind of gets a back seat, yeah, absolutely. I and I've seen that you know, not knowing you know, 20 years ago that's what I was focusing on, but it I never focused on sales and I and I really don't focus on sales now. I think sales are driven off of production, um, but we have other people here. You know, Alexis obviously focuses on sales now, that's my daughter, She she's the sales manager here, um, been with us a couple of years, and you know, it's important to focus on sales, don't get me wrong, but it's I think the biggest part of our success is because. I understand the production side so much better than most people do well
0: that's and that's a big deal because you know the quality that you guys put out in the marketplace is is so well known everyone knows like Newman puts on a quality roof right and it makes a big difference
2: it it makes a big difference um because a lot of the competition is not you know that's what that's why we stand out I mean we would hope that everybody would focus on that but it's just it's The knowledge is not out there. I mean, that's where the big struggle in our industry and most other service industries are is the knowledge of of doing quality installs and production is just it's it's very few and far between. That makes sense.
1: So why uh, roofing? Have you always been in the industry? How come a roofing company?
2: Well, you know, my, my my father was a roofing contractor, you know. And we worked with him growing up. I, I was on the roof at 10 years old. And I know I not, probably shouldn't be saying that, but, you know, back... <laughs> not then, today. Yeah. But back then, it was a. Yeah. Okay. Back then. Yeah. I think yeah. the statute of limitations That's is, right. Uh, so, so so back then, you know, we didn't realize it, but we just, we did what we did to survive. My father started a roofing company when we was uh, dirt poor and um, built it to a decent-sized roofing company. And, you know, we, we grew up on a roof. Uh, My brother started his own roofing company when he was probably 22, and I started mine when I was 22, Um, and we've we've both been very successful at it, Um, and it's just, it's in our blood, you know, we've done it our whole lives, and it it means a lot, and now that, you know, the the third generation's coming in with my daughter's coming into the company. That's cool. Yeah, it is cool.
0: So you're 22 years old, and you got, got kicked out of the nest, I guess?
1: <laughs>
2: well, yeah, I I was so I quit working for my father when I was 17. Okay. Um, he he had he had battled a drug addiction, you know, okay. like, like a lot of people did with painkillers back then. Right. And you know, my dream of taking over his company was crushed, and you know, I had to go out and figure out you know what I was going to do. So, um, worked in the construction field for a couple of years with other people. Um, you know, realized at 22 that I was ready to, to take my own <laughs> journey and. It was a journey. I mean, it was a it was a mm-hmm. it was a lot. But man, is it rewarding? You know, when when you figure out at twenty five that you can nobody can tell you what to do the rest of your life and you control it, <laughs> oh, it it's yeah. pretty it's pretty amazing. Yeah,
0: that's pretty cool. And then, but then
2: you guys started this company. I mean, back
0: then, how many roofing contractors were in Columbus?
2: Even oh, I, I, if I had to guess, there would be thirty. You know, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. thirty or forty, and everybody was was booking six nine months out i mean that's how wow. that that's how it was it, it changed a lot no three when the, the big hell storm came through but before oh three i mean um and we do very little insurance work now but we never you know the first 10 years in business we never we never even knew insurance paid for roofs. i mean that, yeah. that, that's yeah. how it was just a retail business it was yeah. much different yeah people just had to buy roofs to get roofs that's right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. different
0: world yeah definitely it's changed a lot, and now you know you guys that that whole
2: 03 thing did change because that's when subcontractors I think probably became more prevalent in the area. That's, that's exactly right. 03, it was just a, it was an eye opening thing to me, and it was like the world had been turned upside down. Um, but you know you figure out solutions to problems, and you, and you just move on. You know, but it was it was a big difference from both from O two to 05 was that the whole riffing industry in Columbus, Ohio changed.
0: Did a lot of guys go out of business during that time?
2: No, because there was just so much work. But yeah. we, we've seen a lot of guys go out of business. You know, oh five, oh six, because you know, then it started to dry up, and they, you know, they built a lot of companies were built, and then they didn't have the the work to sustain. Right, right,
0: right. right. And then it just and then fell off after that. Yeah. Did any of those any of those guys that were around before oh three did they are those guys still doing are they still around most of them or
2: there's a few not many yeah. i mean i would say less than 5 you know we're probably one of five that that's been around this long and and sustained it um but there's a, you know there's a few there's a lot to be said though
0: and and i love the story like of of being able to come into this industry and just work
2: hard and and build a business like this yeah it's 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 amazing to me that i, I was able to to go from a roofer that that was able to provide for my family and then you You start to learn how to work on it not in it but you know it's not easy it's not it's not like people think you can just go in and well then you you hire salesmen and you hire crews and all of a sudden you got a roofing company and everything's great it's not that easy i mean the way we did it was much harder um but i think it's why it makes us so much better you know it's it's a hard it's hard to do what we did and i feel fortunate to have the, the the brains and the help behind me to to be able to build it to the size it is, and you know where we look ahead now, it's uh, I think it's I think it's, it's it's limitless of what we can do. I mean, there's there's just so much more out there that we can handle.
3: And I think the biggest standard you hold to it is every year that we've grown and we've developed and become bigger business. Dad's most important key there is to not lower our standards, not lower the quality of work we're doing. Just because we're selling more doesn't mean we're changing anything on the back end. So it's been very controlled growth where we're keeping our key factors as a company and not compromising on our end or compromising what the customer is getting from us. Right, right. And that's
1: huge because a lot of people, they end up getting greedy and they focus on the money instead of the quality. And it's amazing that Y'all have kept that up even 31 years later.
2: And, and the, the, you know, that's something that, you know, my accountant talks to me a lot about. He, he comes in and tells me where our numbers are. I, I really don't pay attention to our numbers that much. A lot of people are number mm-hmm. driven. Yeah. I'm customer driven. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. and, and I know this, if, if we, if we sell it right on the front and we do what we're supposed to do, we're, we're going to make money. Profit's not a dirty word, right? But mm-hmm. I don't focus on it. We never look at every job and say, okay, we, we, how do we make more money? No, it's how do we do a better roof? I mean, that's really yeah. the key. If, if a lot of people are looking out the back window when they're looking at their numbers because the job's been done 30 to 45 days ago. I'm looking out the front window when we're doing the job today. I want to know how that job went mm-hmm. and making sure that that job was when the standards that we set. That's, that's
0: huge. And you told me a story a few months ago when I was here about you know, a roof where the decking, you guys had an issue with decking or something. And the lady, you know, after the roof was built, you told her before, like, hey, your decking's no good, and then had to go back and redo that
2: roof. Yeah. And, you know, we, we told her that, hey, with the decking, we recommend replacement. She said she didn't want to. Um, she called us back two months later, wasn't happy with it. And I told her, no problem. We'll, we'll pull the roof back off. She pays for the decking, we'll replace it. I mean, listen, we're here to build cheerleaders, we're not here to upset people. Um, mm-hmm it costs us money in the in the short run but we'll make money in the long run we we don't we don't look at today we look at you know years ahead just to, and it's looking at the customer making sure that the customer is happy it, it, if people want a business model to follow that's very simple it's mine and and really what it is is we make sure every customer's happy and if they're not happy we got to figure out where we fell short. If you ever get a customer complaint and you think you want to blame it on the customer, you're, you're making a mistake. Yeah. Because 99% of the of the people that call in, it is it is our fault. That We can blame it on anything we want to, but at the end of the day, we fell short somewhere. And when people call us and have a problem, the first thing I, I do is I thank them and tell them, we appreciate you letting us know where we fell short. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we figure out the solution and we make them happy. But... And then you know you try not to make that mistake again. I mean, it's it's a simple business model. It's very hard to do because you got to be great at what you do. Yes, great at what you do. That's that's a good that's a good statement. And how do you guys do that? How do you stay be? How do you become great at what you do? You, you got to know what great is first, right? And you yeah. know, <laughs> thirty one years ago, I didn't know what great was. Yeah, you know, right. I, I thought what dad my dad had taught me was something that uh, was. I knew everything, and you know, the first year you realize you don't know a whole lot about running a roofing business um, or what great. But you think you know a lot. <laughs> that's, that's right. You always think you know. Yeah. So you don't know what greatness is, and then once you realize what great is, and then you got to figure out how to scale great. And, and it's, it's really, it's communication and accountability. You know, we have to talk to our customers. We have to talk, we have to listen to our customers, you know, and yeah. we have to talk and listen to our employees. And we got to figure out not only that the, the customer's happy, but the employee's happy because if we do the same thing with employees over customers, then that we do with customers, then every day our employees are out there, they're happy to be here. They want to do a great job they want to, to have the to put the Newman roof on They want to have that customer experience that uh, the customer to have that experience that we want them to. So that's what's great you know that, that's how you become great is you got to have the, the employees that want to do it just as hard as you want to do it and you got to hold accountability that's done not easy but but it's it's doable yeah
0: and
3: right I think the other part too is I mean we care all the way through the process we have a Newman, In the front part of the process, when they call in the scheduling, we have a Newman in the sales process and we have Newman's in the production process. So when we have that much hands in all the different areas and we care that much about the process all the way through, then it's not where we're just doing a good job selling it and then install goes how install goes. It's we have someone who truly cares from a personal standpoint on every process for that customer. So the customer experience is really elevated because... You have a company that cares what they think and feel. And if they don't, if they aren't happy, then it personally bothers us. It's not mm. something where, oh, leave the review, whatever, move on. We're personally bothered by it. And we want to make sure it's resolved because it's our name on it. So it just means a lot right. more.
0: Yeah, that's the, that pride that goes into it. And, and But it's cool that you guys have family in every department overseeing everything you guys are all spread out yep yeah
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we, we obviously have Alyssa that, that handles the, the marketing and office and um alexis handles the sales and then <clears throat> my nephew alex he's uh he runs the production department and he, he he's been with us 20 years he, he's a you know he's the best that there is so he, he does a great job at that and and you know take the family out i i believe every uh, a lot of other people are have the same passion that we do. I mean, we have a lot of great people, family or not, mm-hmm. that just put, they put, every day they walk out knowing that they've done the best they can do and we make sure, you know, again, if we're making sure that customer experience is great on everyone, it, it's that, that's the key to it. Do we do it? No. Do we try to do it? Yes. Um, is Are we perfect? No. But um, at the end of the day, every customer that goes through here, whether it's, it's, a, it's a $300 repair or, or a $30,000 roof replacement, our goal is to make sure that, that, that we don't get a referral from it, that we get a cheerleader from it. And that's a, There's a big yeah. difference between that because if somebody comes up to you, John, and says, hey, well, yeah, they, they, did they do your roof? And you say, yeah, they did a good job. Or we, what we want you to say is, yeah, they did a roof. Don't call nobody else. I mean, <laughs> that, yes. that's, that's, that's the key.
0: Yeah. And that's the difference. Yeah, That's the Newman difference. I, I love this, yeah. like this concept of greatness though, and how you've built this company around greatness. Yeah. Cause right. I think that's so like, everyone thinks they're great. Right. Yeah. But like you've gone and like defined it and said, no, this is what equals greatness. And this is how we become great.
2: That to me is so powerful. And I don't think we're great. I really don't. But I mean, you're, I think we're trying, you're, you're to striving be to be that's, great. That's, yeah. that's right. Our strive every day is to be better than we are. So I look at it. I don't never look at how good we are because I'm always looking at where our weakest points are and how we need to improve. And that's just my job. Right. Um, so I don't think we're great. I think we, we try to be great every day. I mean, that, that's the key. Yeah. Right. Cause you're,
0: yeah. I mean, people are still human, but that's at the right. same time, that's like right. the fact that that's such a huge emphasis in, in the way you've built this business, it goes to show like you you guys have an amazing facility. You have great people that work here, you guys are a great family. You guys work really well together, which I'm sure is, you know, that's pretty rare, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that there's so many elements here of just, you know, you guys have set a different standard than most companies.
2: Well, coming from you, that means a lot, buddy. I mean, <laughs> you, you, you've seen a lot of roofing companies across not Ohio, but the country. And uh, that means a lot to hear it from you. Sure.
0: Well, you know, and, and I don't say that lightly, that's, that's the reality. Like you guys have done that and you're right. There are a lot of companies that we walk into and we're like, man, how soon can we get out of here?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can always feel the culture and you can feel it here. And I think it's also where you started is what has brought you to here. Cause starting in production and understanding the full entire process of what a roof install is. I mean, that makes a difference. So for you, you know, you're starting on the roof, and then you're a business owner, and that's two totally different mindsets. What helped you transfer that over mm-hmm. and then bring that culture down for 31 years?
2: I mean, there's so many things that made the difference, you know. it's It really started probably in my mid-30s, and that's when I was still working on the roofs every day, and then I'm thinking can my knees and my back hold up to to Mm. get me to to retirement? You know, I mean, I don't think I can. I mean, because the physical reality reality is you you can't do that at 50 years old, you know? Um, So obviously I thought, well, I'll do what everybody else does. I'm going to go hire a sales guy and, you know, then I'm going to sit back and kind of watch him and and make sure we're still doing everything right. The first two years we, lost a whole lot of money really? and almost went out of business because I just, I didn't understand it. I couldn't figure it out. I, I knew how to make money by installing and selling my own work and, you know, right. doing two or three houses a day, a week. And you know, I could do that, but that's me working on the roofs every day. Um, it took us two years. You know, we, we figured it out from the mistakes, you know, you, you make yeah. mistakes and, you know, a lot of these companies starting out today, they think they're going to go in and not make a bunch of mistakes. They're crazy. They're going to, mm-hmm. they're going to make a bunch of mistakes. Um, you just figure it out, and then you, you go from one sales guy to two, and two to three, and three to, you know, eight. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that you build it slowly. Um, you just got to make sure that at the end of the day, it, it, the customer experience and the customers come first. Because if you, if you don't take care of that and you run your reputation, you're, now you're a, a, a much tougher battle to try to get through.
1: Yeah. And especially Mm -hmm. nowadays with social media and how people write reviews and I mean, bad news and bad reviews travel a lot faster than anything else. So quality is more important now than ever.
2: It is. And in the service industry, the reviews have changed the world, right? Because it's like everything's being held accountable. But, but I look at reviews as, as a, as a great tool. Yeah. Because you know what it does for me, it helps me hold accountability Guys, mm-hmm. we don't want bad reviews, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm telling you to make sure the customer experience is, is, right, is great anyway. So all this does is tells us the reviews tells us when we're bad, you know and at this point that's why we have 350 you know, reviews with, with, with no negative ones, you know and, and zero. I mean, that's the difference wow. of, of somebody who takes care of their customers and somebody that doesn't. You know It's easy to get good reviews. It's not easy to not get bad reviews, you know. Yeah, I mean that—that's the difference. That's huge, though.
1: That is.
0: And then you know, and that now we, you know, we're here because because you guys are doing a Tesla install right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super which cool. It's <laughs> super cool, but like having stuff like that, I mean, that's—is that helping or is that hurting? Like, there's so much stuff happening in the industry; it's moving so quick. But you know, you guys are staying cutting edge. How are the stuff like that, those changes, being how are they affecting your business?
2: Um, you know, we, we believe we believe solar is, is going to be is a big part of the future. And, mm-hmm. and the reason we believe that is with the electric vehicles, that they're, they're not going to be able to produce enough electricity to supply for these electric vehicles. Electric vehicles mm-hmm. are here and they're here to stay. Now yeah. they got to figure out how they're going to produce electricity. Tesla's going to be one of the big options. Obviously, solar panels are huge across the country, um, but the looks of solar panels is not huge across the country. Yeah, <laughs> you
1: know, that's so true.
2: Yeah, nobody likes to look at them. So Tesla's got the option with the solar roof. Um, it it is a it is a great product it is is very challenging to get it off the ground because of just the cost of the product. It's very expensive the install is very intricate I mean it's very very complicated but we we feel like we're getting there we think it's going to be something great we're we're not putting our other stuff on on the side burner I mean we still do a lot of asphalt and metal and that's we're going to continue to do that Um, but we believe that we believe in two or three years it'll be a big part of our business
0: yeah yeah, and it's such a it's it's cool to see companies that that do that that are trying to look ahead and figure out what the future is and, and implementing those tools and now because I think I think the materials are going to change I think sustainability is going to become so big in the way people view asphalt. I mean, asphalt's been around for we just were talking about like 120 mm-hmm. years or something now and it's it's still kind of pretty much the same kind of product and now we're seeing all these new products come to market and you guys have been pushing out, you know, a lot of unique products that are different than everyone else. And that's the kind of stuff that I don't think most companies could even handle.
2: You're, you're exactly right. right. Yeah. To handle in Tesla, if we didn't have the, the the staff in place with the knowledge that they have, there's no way most small companies. And that's why Tesla does a good job betting to make sure they can handle it yeah. because it is a very strenuous process. I mean, it's to get it off the ground. I mean, profits, there will be no profits for a while. You get, you've got to learn how to make profits on it, but but we do believe it's worth it. We think in the long term it'll be worth it. I mean, you know, you look at asphalt, you mentioned have been around for 120 years, but it's one of the few things we ever put on our house when they're built It's a temporary product. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, everything else they put a foundation in for the life of the of the thing. Yeah. You know? Most people don't change their siding. Maybe they do because, you know, maybe they paint it or something like that. But, you know, roofs every 15 to 20 years got to be replaced. You know, I think we're going to see that change with the new products that's coming out. I think Tesla, take take the take the energy part out of Tesla, the, the roof itself, I, I believe is a 75 year roof. I mean, it's, it's an unbelievably made roof. So it, it's not a temporary roof. This is a permanent roof that that's going to produce electricity for quite a while.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's, it's kind of transferring though. You guys are becoming a tech company.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah we've, we hired an IT developer that works here. Um, he's changed the, he's changed everything the way this company runs. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a conversation with Ken Kelly of Kelly Roofing out of Florida um, two or three years ago. And he probably don't remember me, but I, I called him because he was doing Tesla and, and he was doing, um, I think, Microsoft Power Apps. And so I, I called him and I said, you know, Ken, you know, I'm Tim Newman out of Columbus. You know, I was even smaller then than I am now. But and he um, he he's telling me his team is it's it's a beast. If you don't have an IT developer, you don't want to try to bring on Power Apps and stuff like that. So right. he kind of he kind of pushed it like, "Hey, it probably shouldn't do it," but I took the challenge. We 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 had an IT developer come in and he's he's changed everything's running off Power Apps, all production, all estimating, everything's off of Power Apps. So, technology-wise, I think we're we're in the top of the industry now. Yeah.
0: Big time, and it's it's moving so much. It's allowing you to do stuff that most people can't do. And it's setting you so far apart. But it also
2: is like, it's crazy to see the industry move so fast, though. And it's changing Mm -hmm. so quickly. You're exactly right. And you see it more than I do. But the industry, um, there's so many big factors that's changing it right now. Technology is one of them. But we look at technology that if we want to scale and we want to keep the customer experience of what our standards are, we're going to have to have technology because we can't, we can't run volume without technology and, and can keep that customer experience.
0: Yeah. it's crazy. This is going to sound crazy, but I want to ask you one question before we, you know, we're, we wrap this up, but if you were 21 right now, mm-hmm. what would you do? Would you do the, would you do it all over again
2: and get right back into roofing and start doing it today? A hundred percent. I wouldn't really? think twice, you know. Yeah. I wouldn't think twice. i and I, Obviously, I wish I, I wish I was 21, knowing what I know now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, think everyone does. Yeah, my kids would have a lot of money. So, <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's one of those things that if I had to change, you know, if I look at the way that, that I've done from from you know starting my company at that young age and, and building it to what it is, um, I wouldn't change a thing. It's it's pretty rewarding. Yeah, it is. It is. It is rewarding, and like
0: you said, you own your destiny. Yeah. And it's, I don't, I mean, there's not very many places left in the world that you can do that.
3: Yeah, Yeah. not only that, but what we learned from him, seeing him develop this company. I mean, I remember as a kid, seeing him get his first desk for his business at home. And that was a big deal. I mean, okay, like he's having a desk now that he's going to work at. I remember the maps everywhere, mapping out Columbus and where the jobs are and the estimates. And seeing that grind of him working every single day daylight to dark, yeah. to make it work for our family and seeing it turn into a business. I mean, it taught us so much on our work ethic. And yeah. when we had the opportunity to come work here, it was a no-brainer because we're proud to be able to contribute to it now after seeing him work so hard to get it where it was.
1: Yeah. He wasn't only building a roofing company. He was building his family yeah. and the family's future. Yeah. That's and that's so cool. huge.
3: Yep.
1: huge. That's
0: such a huge deal. Yeah. You guys have so much to be proud of.
1: Yeah, that is, that's incredible. And to still be family owned and it's family run, you know, the first thing everyone always says is don't work with family, but it obviously works for you it and does. you can feel it. You know, you could feel it. We felt it when we walked in and you could just feel the culture. It's different and it's welcoming. It's inviting. And I love it. That's so cool.
0: Yeah. It's so cool. Thank you guys for letting us hang out and, you know, just spend time with you. It's Man, it's amazing. Like this whole greatness concept. Like now, I'm gonna like yeah. really think about this because, because <laughs> now it's like, man, that's that's true. Like it's all about how can you strive to be better and become great, and that's what you can build a business off of. At the yeah. end of the day, it doesn't matter what kind of business it is.
2: That's exactly right. It's a, this mm-hmm. is a, this is a service business. Is all it. Yeah. Is. Whether it's plumbing, H V A C, electric, whatever, it's a service business. And not only that, it's 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 it could be a restaurant, right? You know, yeah. I, I use analogy of a restaurant all the time. There's great service and there's great food, right? Which is your product. Right. You yeah. know, we can't just deliver a great product. We have to deliver great service with right. it. So most yeah. people I think they, they worry about the product and, and the install, but they don't worry about the customer. So mm-hmm. the customer experience is all part of that. You, you gotta make sure you're doing both of them. And
0: people pay for that. That's exactly
2: right. Price they do we,
0: yeah, price goes out the window because now it's like, it's, Am I gonna go eat at you know, McDonald's or I'm going to go to Eddie Merlot's. Well,
1: Well, and it's now about experience, right? people. everyone wants an experience. They don't want to just buy a product anymore. Mm -hmm. They want to experience your service. Yeah.
2: yeah. I like it. it. And so to make it simple, what it really means is when the customer experience is good, whether no matter what you're doing, it's because they've tapped into your emotions, right? So if you get upset, you're going to remember that. Mm -hmm. You're never going to go back. But if they went over and above and, you know, it made you feel happy, they they tapped into your emotions and that's the key that we're trying to do is tap into the emotion of the customer to let them know how much how important they are to us as a customer and making sure that we're they're in good hands and we're going to take care of them not not only when we're doing it after the fact too if there's a problem the way the way companies handle problems is is there's a certain way we have to do that as well we we can't go out there and act like They're bothering us because they have a problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, the first thing we tell them is, hey, you hired the right company. We're going to take, you're in great hands. Let's get out there and get it figured out. And we get out there very quickly. You know, we ain't going to be perfect, but usually greatness shows when there is a problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Big time. That's exactly when it shows. That's right. Yeah. That's when you guys are put to the test and. Yeah. And it's the best opportunity, I think. I think most people view problems as. Uh, as a They're liability of them. Yeah, but you know. it's actually an opportunity to to really show who you are as a company
2: mm-hmm. and one thing we do after every job whether it's a repair or a replacement is we once the job's completed paid everything we call every customer we want to know how did we do did, mm-hmm. you know and most companies don't want to do that because they don't want to know what they've done right they they, yeah. they, they hope they hope that nobody says anything and yeah. it's okay no if we fell short we want to know if we fell short because mm-hmm. we're going to learn from it and then we won't fall short the next time. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's yeah. like you said, that's it's true. your accountability. That's right. It's your accountability check. And how can you grow without knowing things that you may have done wrong? And you can't fix anything unless you know. That's exactly so right. that's huge to just reach out and call. Like people should definitely take that advice and do that. <laughs> <laughs> that is one yes. little thing that's simple but yet
0: Huge. That's because it's overlooked so much.
1: It is, and
0: that's what makes it so such a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's just because it's ignored so much. It's a big deal. Yeah. 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 So, it's huge, guys. Thank you so much for uh, for letting us hang out and to learn about the company. I'm excited to showcase the Tesla stuff. Got to you you guys are building your first Tesla roof right now. Yeah. And that's so cool. And we're thankful that we can just be a small part of that and you know show the world like, hey, this is what's possible. You can go from being 21 years old, not having you know, anything going on and start a roofing company and build it up in over 30 years, leave an amazing legacy and have a really strong business that is sustainable and is gonna be around forever and leave it to your kids and generational, like that's so cool. Yeah. And it's such a, it's just the American dream. And that's the biggest thing mm. is it's it's seeing it in real life. And this is it. So kudos to you guys. Thank you guys for yeah, listening thank out. You. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah. Nice for Really us. cool. Thank you. We really hope this story has inspired you to chase your American dream. Do you have a great story to share? We'd love to hear it.
1: All you got to do is send us an email to stories at Americancontractorshow.com. If you love this show, make sure to subscribe and leave us a review.
0: And share it with others. Inspiration should always be shared.